Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This podcast is for entertainment purposes only and does not replace your own financial, tax, legal, or financial product advice. Hello Australia, welcome to My Millennial Money Express. I'm Glenn James and I'm with John Pigeon and we are at the Melbourne Live Show. G'day John, how are you? Good Glenn, you? I'm not too bad. Now we're going to introduce Sean Wellman from Wellman Finance and you're going to have a chat with him with one of our listeners, Laura. Let's do that. Sean, welcome. G'day Pidge, great to be here. I've got a question for you from Laura. And you can say Laura. Hi, Laura. How are you? Hi, good. How are you? <laughs> it's not my first radio. Uh, Laura, you've got a question for Sean. I do. So, I would like some advice about how to set up your mortgage, i.e. fix some or fix none if your goal is to buy an investment property with equity in the coming years. That's a great question. Um, well done. Thank you. So, there's the, the two parts. Do you fix or do you have a variable loan? Well, it depends on a couple of things, but let's say the fixed is lower rate than the variable on, and depends on the purpose of the loan, but I'll say it's for investment in this example, or do you want it to be a home loan? Is it a hypothetical or is it my real life situation? It's your real life situation. Okay. Uh, in that case, it's my home loan. <laughs> okay, it's your home loan. Okay, so fixed loans, variable loans. How much savings have you got left over? How much buffer do you like to have? Okay, yeah. Do I have to say? No. <laughs> No, you don't. Oh, am I getting a bit personal here? No, no. Sorry. Okay. Let's let's say that you like to have a savings buffer of fifteen thousand dollars. Yeah, cool. Okay. Yeah. Hypothetically, right. hypothetically. So you can't offset a fixed loan, generally speaking. There's some lenders you can, but if the if the fixed rate's going to be lower for two years, um, and you and you want some variable, then you would have some variable that you can offset and you can make extra repayments to the variable, but you would fix the majority of your loan um, with a lower rate, okay? However, if you wanted to take equity out mm. um, and your goal was to do something in two years, you wouldn't fix for any more than two years. Mm -hmm. The reason why is when you go and do a valuation with a property and you're got, you've got a fixed loan, you can only do the valuation with that one bank because – Breaking fixed loans are very expensive. Has anyone ever broken a fixed loan? <laughs> the man himself. I can't believe yeah, I can't, I can't believe you. <laughs> I can't believe you survived it and you're still here, Glenn. Um, that's but, exactly why I was wondering. Yes, that's right. Because yeah. let's say you're with CBA and you've got a fixed loan and that valuation comes back at 600, and we do a valuation with ING and it comes back at 660, which does happen. Mm. There's a lot of variation between valuations. Then you can access uh, about forty, fifty thousand dollars of equity with ING that you can't with CBA, but if you're locked in for three years, um, then you can't move that loan over. So you'd have to say, "I want to take equity out. What's your goal?" Well, n probably after two years. Well, we can fix for two years, but we wouldn't be fixing any longer than that. And you can't say fix like 
40% and leaves 60% variable and yes, use the equity from the 60% variable to stay with the same bank but use that equity to buy a different property? You can fix any portion of loan that you would like. Yeah. However... You just you can't change. Correct. Yeah, cool. Or you can, but you'll be in Glenn's situation or if you sell a property and break a fixed loan or you refinance... It's, it's expensive. And is that 15 grand a pretty common like price point for breaking a fixed loan or is it variable? It, look, the equation, I don't know, like <laughs> I, think there's, I think there's like a research lab somewhere in Australia <laughs> where they do this good on the computer and they say it's 12,000, it's 11,000, but it's, it's really what it's costing the lender. Yeah. Okay, so um, if you're fixed at a higher rate and the rates are lower, it's going to cost you more than probably if you fixed at a lower rate and the rates have gone up, which they're happening at the moment. So breaking yeah. a fixed rate loan at the moment um, would be less, but it's still come at a cost. Yeah. Yeah. So the key takeaway I'm getting here, Laura, is that if we're in a fixed loan and we want to get valuations to be able to move forward and buy another property, we're risking just having that one valuation get go right for yeah. us. Because it's the one bank. Because it's yeah. the only one lender. Cool. So whether you've got a portion of fixed or variable yeah. is in some ways irrelevant when it comes to valuations, right? That's right, yep. Cool. Um, Great question. Thanks, Laura, give her a hand. Um, thank you. Does anyone, sorry, I'm just trying to produce an express podcast. Um, does anyone have any questions about a mortgage or any scenarios? So can you come forward? Do you mind? Yeah, come on. But so, you keen? Yes. Give her a hand, everyone. So, is anyone here a first home buyer or first home buyer wannabe? All right. Uh, hi, Louise. Hi. Glenn, nice to meet you. Nice to meet you, Glenn. Come on up. Okay, Louise, you've got a question for Sean. Um, probably more pointed towards investment properties. But when you're looking at purchasing an investment property, would you suggest um, a, an interest-only loan or a principal and interest loan if you already have a loan for your main residence? The, the, the second part of that question was the, the most important part. So, yes, I would recommend interest-only if you've got an investment property, if you've got a home loan because... Uh, I think you called it good debt and bad debt, John, don't you? I do. So you want to reduce principal, your principal place of residence debt or your home loan. So interest only repayments, generally the rate's a little bit higher, but obviously the repayments, you're only paying interest. So you're paying less per month. So you've got less money to do what? Sorry, you've got more money left over to do what? To either offset or pay off your owner occupied debt, which you don't get a tax deduction with the tax office. So to, to answer your question, absolutely, because you're using that surplus money to reduce what John calls bad debt. Um, if you haven't got a principal place of residence, there's an argument to say there's nothing wrong with reducing debt. I'm a fan of getting lower rates and actually building up equity two ways, increased valuation and reducing debt. The other thing that it helps, principal and interest loans actually help your serviceability with the bank because they do the loan term over 30 years, an interest-only term. They only do the loan term after the interest-only expires, which actually reduces your serviceability with the banks if you want to do other things in the future. Mm -hmm. mm. That, I didn't know that about the serviceability thing. I guess I'm not a mortgage broker, so there you go. Uh, Louise, thanks for coming up and uh, give her a hand, everybody. Yeah, that's good. Just... Um just on that, yesterday I was chatting with a client, Wally, and, and they had their head around, I don't 
want to pay just the interest. I, I want to see my debt getting less, regardless of where that debt is, which is a fair call. Uh, but we did the assessment on a 600k purchase as an investment property, and there's about 12 grand of principal that he was going to be paying off if he chose P&I. Yep. Um, that could be going towards his owner-occupied debt. So that was a like for like. The only difference there would be the interest rate, right? Probably half a percent between P&I and interest only. Yeah, probably probably was half a percent. It's probably a quarter of a percent now. So it's not a massive difference at the moment. Even better. Yeah. yeah. So there you go, everyone. Thank you so much for Sean from Wellman Finance for supporting our local event. If you after a mortgage broker in Melbourne, you can look up Wellman Finance. John Pigeon, thank you for that little M3X. Welcome to the podcast. First time you've been on the Express Show. Yes, long time listener, of course. You've never listened to an episode yet. And I probably won't. Exactly. <laughs> we acknowledge the dark and young people, traditional custodians of the land on which our studio sits, and pay respect to their elders, past and present. We extend that respect to Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples who may listen to our podcast. This podcast is for education and entertainment purposes. Any advice is general financial advice only, which does not take into account your objectives, financial situation, or needs. Because of that, you should consider if the advice is appropriate to you and your needs before acting on the information. If you do choose to buy a financial product, read the product disclosure statement and obtain appropriate financial advice tailored to your needs. Simo Interactive, Proprietary Limited, the publisher of the podcast, is an authorized representative of Money Sherpa, Proprietary Limited, which holds financial services license 451289. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.